G'day guys and welcome back to the Whole Goblin Podcast, episode 50, part 3. When last we left off, several minutes ago, <laughs> Green Lightning come down and struck Antholus. Yeah. So in this three Antholus. minutes... Antholus? Sorry, not Antholus, Arcadian. <laughs> so in this three minutes he's made a new character. Um, Sweet. I'm a gnome now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. So again, once again, we're not going to mess around with you guys. We're going to dive straight back in. Uh, as the... Blind the, the light blindness kind of slips away for you, Ordelia. You see that Alcadian is lying flat on his back, staring at the sky. He's once silver, shining armor blackened by the lightning. And it's quickly it's a quickly apparent to you that the symbol of Aridon that was on his chest, which is a circle with an eye in the center and two wings, the eye has been like melted off with some immaculate divine precision. And the two wings are all that are left on the front of his armor plate. And he's kind of like unconscious on the ground. Oh, gee. Uh, okay. Can I run up to him? Just Is he okay? Uh, yeah, roll me a heal check. Okay. Uh, really fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> 15. So 19 plus 15 is... 34. <laughs> Damn. Um, yeah, he's definitely alive. He doesn't actually look injured at all. Just looks stunned and like same as you, like the light blindness, except the lightning was significantly closer to him. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, he's kind of blinking his eyes and like coming to now. Oh, gee. Um, can you hear me? Are you okay? He's got one finger in his ear. Map, 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 map. Am I? I'm am I coming to consciousness. Yeah. What did I? What did I experience in that flash? So, you were, for a second, pulled to this incredibly large, domed chamber. Um, at once small and intimate, and yet at the same time infinite and large surrounding you were these beings of all different shapes and sizes some with wings some with the heads of different animals any crystal heads there was some that had some um like minerals and things embedded in their flesh uh and you could just feel this divinity rolling off them essentially you stood in the chamber of gods um, you have experienced Aridon's power. You know that they weren't specific, like none of them were specifically as powerful as mm -hmm. a single, like, greater god would be. But the collective divinity of them all kind of rushed into you. Um, and they could just, you just feel this resounding presence around you. Uh, but as quickly as it started, it was done. Mm -hmm. But, like, Gif definitely gave you the impression that they heard your call, they heard your, your vow, basically. All right, sweet. So back in back in the chamber, sort of starting to do... Ordelia. Ordelia, is that you? Yes, yes no, I'm, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes. Ordelia. I, I think it worked. I think they heard me. Please. Can I, like, hold out a hand? She <laughs> takes it in both yeah, of yeah. hers and holds on nice and tight. And I'll try a lay on hands. Yeah, she, she's not injured, but it's, you still feel that yeah. power course through you. And you feel like this touch of the divine rush into you. Again, you're not injured at all, but you can still feel that touch of the divinity. Alcadian, 
It works. It worked. They, they accepted me. They accepted me. Welcome back, oh. old friend. Oh, thank you, dear. Thank you. And I sort of get myself, pull myself up and, and hug her. We have, we have great things to do. We have, we have many great things to do. Come. Yes, after you. Please, go. Lead the way. Storm out to the people. Wherever the hell we are. <laughs> <laughs> and more time flies by. Your new powers emboldening you to bigger and greater things. Delegations from different parts of Galarian. Uh, some from the newly freed lands of the Shackles. Um, Rahadum, Assyrian, Vudra, the impossible kingdom of Jelmeray. People from across the known world have started to come and trickle, trickle slowly into Magnamar. Establishing trade connections and some of them smaller embassies. In fact, it's so much so that you build a building specifically for it, giving each their own small wing. Unfortunately, not everything is happy. Mm -hmm. As even though you have your powers back and with all of the combined intelligence and magic and abilities of your group, some things can't be stopped. Like the inevitable role of death. And Tia, unfortunately, at the ripe old age of 83, succumbs to hum her humanity and takes her next step to the boneyard. She's given a hero's burial as one of the, one of the founding members, uh, partners, uh, flanked by children, grandchildren. But Antholus himself, after this, seems distant and disinterested in life. He steps back from his role, helping with administration, delves into the Founder's archives from that he founded, and little by little, disappears from the public eye. Was the Founder's flame done before she dies, wasn't it? After. It's okay. a memory. Okay. And that's the thing, whenever you do go and find him now in his seclusion, he seems to be tinkering and building, like meditating and focusing on creating something. He p pushes away questions and things about it. Antholus, I'm visiting one day. Dear friend, you have been in here over long. Why don't you come walk with us again? Uh, I don't really feel like it. What's the point? Funny you should say that. I seem to remember saying something similar to you many years ago. It's so short. <laughs> Isn't Mortal it? life, I keep forgetting how quickly it can flicker away. Yeah. It's almost like there's a cycle, but it's almost too painful to see it go to an end. friend I think I understand brief though it is come please just just walk with us I kind of look up at you and I look old now mm. I kind of look at you and I just go into us I'm old I feel so tired of all these 
short lips of existence. And as you do, you kind of see, like... Like, he still looks relatively, you know, spry for his age, brown hair and everything. But as he looks at you, his skin would start to sag, and his eyes start to turn, like, milky white, and his hair starts to pale as he looks at you. And I've been casting age resistance every single day since we started mm. this uh, thing. And he's looking at you and he's just like, I often wonder why we get up sometimes. You just keep on falling down and I, the cycle just continues over and over and up and down and over again. And every time it does, you lose something. I know. Memories hurt more every day. The good ones bring more pain sometimes in the bad. My friend, I know your pain. I know your feeling. But we do not get up every day for our own sake. We get up every day because we have work to do. The cycle may be brief. That is all the more reason to push on swiftly. Please. Do not give on yet. Kavosa needs... Magnema needs you. I still need you. My friend. I know you miss her. It's a sweet thought that you have, but... Soon you will be gone, and... Odilia, all our friends will be gone. Sometimes I look at my kids, and they... Just remind me of her. Hard to remember their names sometimes. Feel like I don't belong. We will all be gone, my friend. But this city will live on. Eventually it will go too. I told you many years ago that gods come and go in the blip of an eye, but worlds do too. Eventually it will all just be. The heat of this world, the energy will run out. Be nothing left but sparks in the darkness. Just a constant descent of entropy into nothingness. You have been inside too long, my friend. Come. Walk with me. And I say it more firmly this time. Please. No. I was never very good at saying no to you, was I? Mm -hmm. I'll, like, get up using my staff as a walking stick pretty hard. And as I stand up, you'll almost see, like, the saggy flesh, like, back together. So he looks, you know, old, but not decrepit as shit at this stage. Mm -hmm. And I'll take a couple of, like, staggering steps before I just look down, and I'm like, for your little body. Cast a st uh, spell, yeah. and then I'll just overland flight <laughs> for 13 hours, and I'm like, let's walk then, I guess, my friend. And just hovers across the ground. <laughs> Sweet. And I go through the city, and one by one, I collect Ordelia, Aiton, and Nisali. That's such a hard name. Nisali. Nisali. And... I take us all up to the sort of like the tip of the eye up on the upper cleft, sort of like the tip out on the eye span, to look back over the city. Why have you brought us here, friend? To show you what we have made. We could not have done it without you. And I, without any of you. Look, Antholus. She is gone. There are people here who still love you. And the world, though brief, is beautiful. I just look at it and sometimes I see nothing but 
Hidden faces. Frauds. I know that there's good people out there, but sometimes it makes me wonder if I'm even supposed to be around them, living like I am when others are gone. It's funny when he says that even you, Alcadian, have started feeling older of late. Mm-hmm. Like it's the better it's probably close to forty six twelve by this point in time. It was almost twenty five years ago where you first got to the Verissian Gulf. Where once the five of you were young and I mean Anthos was never young in this group. The other four of you though were young and fit. Early twenty-year-old fighters making a name for yourself in a world that has since been broken and crazy. You now look around and, like, Naisali has twin children who are now almost the same age as you lot when you first ventured out. Two incredibly powerful sorceress twin, like twins. Sick. Uh, but her hair, and even though she like keeps fit and trains every day, her hair is like speckled silver and white in the black hair that she once, like black luxurious hair that she like once had and was pride pride for. Or Delia, who spends so many hours each day like ministering to the poor and helping the sick, like is almost somewhat hunched over after the and almost hard to remember the young spry traveller that crossed your path one day in Corvosa on her travels and that you managed to pin down long enough to join the wardens. Your friend Aiden, who's had your back through thick and thin since you were both children, where, like, you both came from the same orphanage, you both fought together when you were young, even though you went separate ways for some time, you came back together to keep fighting together and he's fought for you ever since, is now port like he's portly the top of the his hair is like mostly gone sparse and a little pot belly from his many years of alcohol abuse (laughs) (laughs) chains that once hung on him like a declaration of his strength seem to almost weigh him down now with the shadow of the of the years and the things that he's done even your once shining armor the beacon of light that was you and your your soul is now blackened and sooty on purpose left like that as a dedication to your new gods but a stark reminder of the things that you've lost and then Thols so weak and bent with age that it was easier to use magic than it was to walk here (laughs) his his hair and milky white eyes really showing they're gone now yeah, they were. But like he's that, the only that one who saw that. That brief glimpse mm-hmm. that yeah. you saw, showing you the true depths of pain and loss in his soul. And as you stand there at the end of the ice span, like you turn away from your friends, as there's like an, almost like this moment where you feel that same loss as you as when you lost Aridan, as you mm-hmm. realize the things that time has almost taken away from you. And you look to the north, and it's at that moment you notice the sea of black sails coming down the coastline. What is that? Friends! To the north, wasn't it again? North! Look! Odelia, what do you see? What 
do I see? Do I see flags? Do I see any sort of insignia? So there's an an armada of ships with black sails heading down towards Magnamar. Black sails reminiscent of Riddleport. An armada larger than any you've ever seen. This doesn't look like some small hit and run. This looks like a full level invasion of the city of Magnamar. Looks like trouble, that's what it looks like. See, friend, and I turned to Antholus. I told you, we still have work to do. Always more work. Well, suppose you'd best do your job. Clarion call. <laughs> People of Magnamar! Invaders approach! Prepare the defenses! Man your stations! We fight for our city! The city rouses. The soldiers from Fort Indros pour out on the streets. The Avensaw, now long completed, spills the soldiers inside of her onto the streets as well. Citizens bat- batten down their houses and take up arms as the pirate queen Winterkiss bears down with her armada on Magma. Go and take the fight to them. I think I'll be more use up here for a while. I suppose our fight is never done. Don't think it ever will be. Go and go. Get down in the streets down there. I'll look after the upper cliff. It's okay. It's far too far for me to walk down there anyway. Take care, Antholius. Yes, yes. You better still be here when we're done. We'll see what happens. And the four of you start as fast as you can moving towards the lower cleft knowing that if they're going to land anywhere it's going to be down in the docks mm-hmm. and so you all move down towards the lower streets of Magnamar as the sails continue to roll forward towards the city as you get down there you see that the city is in full defence mode uh, soldiers are um, ba- uh, uh, setting up barricades in the streets. Uh, the citizens are helping roll out all the things that are needed. Um, archers are taking a stand on rooftops uh, with like loads of arrows being handed up to them. But just the sheer number of ships that are bearing down in the city, even though the city is relatively well defensed from the outside, Sea, sea battle is a completely different thing. The walls were never built to keep things out from the ocean as they were to keep things off the land. Um, all this while, as you make your way through the streets, um, you can see a tiny speck hovering high above the Iospan and Tholus standing, like, floating in the wind. You get down and... Sir! One of the, one of the watch captains runs up. We think they're going to land in the underbridge. But they might also land on Kylet's Isle. We don't know how to split our resources. Aiden, you with me. We go to Underbridge. Nasali, Ordelia. Where else was I? What was the other point? Kylet's Isle. Kylet's Island. Would you defend it? Understood. Lead the people there. Also, Ordelia, that's like your district. Your homeland is like 
south of Kylet's Isle. So that would be like the entrance to your land, like to your specific district. So you'd want to protect that situation. Kylet's Isle is like that little place with all the lumber mills and stuff on it. Absolutely. We'll look after it. I trust in you. May the gods protect you. Aye, you too. And the may go- uh, yeah, and may the gods do. And you too. Silver tongues for your name and age. And you both split off in different directions. Alcadian carrying the, his sunlight into the underbridge, into the darkness. While Delia and Isali head south to Kylet's Isle. Get cheeky with it. Let's get cheeky. <laughs> so, from his position high above the ice band, you watch Antholus as the ships split in two. Some heading south towards Odila and Carlet's Isle, some aiming straight for the under- underbridge so that the catapults from the really main um, dockways and things like that won't be able to touch them under there. And it works well. Uh, they, you see that as soon as they get into the shadows of the ice band, the catapults stop singing their song of destruction as it has taken out some ships but not nearly enough they're using the shadow of the bridge's cover to protect their landfall um, whereas the ones going for Kylet's Isle come sweeping out far to the south to avoid the range of any of the catapults Kylet's Isle and Ordelia unfortunately not as well protected as the rest of the city and high above your vantage point you can see the flagship a large four-master galleon at the back. Sheets of white and blue instead of the black of the rest of Riddleport's armada. And can I get a perception check from you, please? Dear Lord, okay. Oh, it's not so bad. Uh, 17. Okay. Um, so you see a movement and a sudden flash. And then two figures appear. On Sorry, f- uh, four figures appear on the... Highest span, far below you. So I'm guessing you're floating. Uh, I assume I was like just off the edge of it, no, so I'm like behind you. That's still massively up in the air, you know. That's true. And like so, behind you, uh, you see four figures, two small, weirdly purple creatures, and then two humans, humanoid figures. Can I do a there. check on those weird creatures? Uh, you have to get a little bit closer with your eyesight. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, for the rest of you. Uh, Alcadian and Aiton, the pirates make landfall uh, thanks to the deep deep waters here in Grissian Gulf. They can get really close before they have to launch their rowboats and the rowboats quickly come out and even though the archers are hammering down shot after shot, the pirates still make it to shore. And you're quickly overwhelmed by the sheer number of people. One man, one in particular catches you eye, your eye is a man leading a small purple creature on a chain down on Kylet's Isle. Very similar thing as the ships slam into the shore of Odelia and Kylet's Isle itself, spewing forth their payloads of pirates. And again, right near where you're standing on the, the point, of, uh, one of the docks, a large, large pirate man steps off leading a small purple creature on chain uh, right in front of you, Nysali and Ordelia. I'm going to need everyone to roll this initiative. Here we go. 
All right, what we get? 21. Twenty one. Twenty nine. Holy cow. Mm. Uh, twelve for eight. Four. Yeah. And I got a fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like golf, right? Perfect. <laughs> Shit. So up on the ice pan, while the rest of the ships are all pulling in and offloading their swarms of pirates. Okay, Dean, you turn, you see these two. Um, robed figures stepping towards you. One of them points out a hand and goes to cast something towards you. No. Just piss off. And I'm going to cast a spell on him. Okay, so you saw, so you get to act first. You have a higher initiative anyway. Cool, I didn't fuck up. He needs to make me. I'm pretty sure it is a will save. Let me double check that. Mm-hmm. What did he get? Uh, well, I rolled a three. Uh, plus his will, so it's like a 12. Cool. So is he an arcane caster by any chance? Yes. Sweet. His intelligence and charisma are currently one and are now that permanently. <laughs> As I cast a feeble-minded on him. The only way to get rid of this is heal, limited wish, miracle, or wish. Wow. Right, so he just stands there and starts drooling. <laughs> Halt! Stay your hands. You don't have to do this. This is a free city. And come here in peace. In the underbridge, you're yelling at the pirates. Yeah. Okay. And so they're still swarming towards you. Oh, God damn it. Um, Kylet's Isle. Again, the pirates are still swarming towards you from the Docklands. So, so while I was swarming, I would have activated my divine bond on my weapon. Perfect. Okay. All right. So, he's going to jump around a bit. <laughs> Just a little. One of my favourite things we all know if you listen to the podcast, which I'm hoping you do, otherwise why you listen to episode 50. Because it's awesome <laughs> and you should listen to it. You should tell it to all your friends who don't listen to the regular podcast because it's a standalone story and it's great. Yeah, and find it. us on our Discord. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that I love jump, jumping kind of <sighs> combats. This one's going to be a little bit different. Uh, we're going to take it in sections for little bits of time. So feeble-minded, upstairs, second caster, looks at you, confused, before reaching out a hand and shooting a firebolt towards you. <laughs> Defin- definitely hits you. How much damage does it deal? Uh, that should be... It's probably not going to be a lot, to be honest. Uh, and, yep, it's not going to be a lot. It's going to be uh, 5 plus... Uh, 11 points of fire damage. I take one point of fire damage. <laughs> <laughs> As it just washes over me, and I'm just like, these, these pathetic people. Right. It's your turn, though. What are you going to do to them? What's his touch AC? Uh, like 12. Cool. In which takes, he takes uh, 26d6 points of damage as I disintegrate him. 26d6. It's oh multiple D6s per level, I believe, for Disintegrate. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> I'll double check that for you. <laughs> that is a lot of D6s. He's been having fun beforehand now. He's just tired <laughs> and grumpy. Um, yeah, 2D6 points of damage per cast level, maximum 40 D6. So, 26 D6. Um, can I borrow a, a dice roll? Th- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just roll that damage. For if you, you have it, go for it. 26 d6 points of damage. D6. Okay, 86 points of damage later. That he guy does get a fortitude save to take heart, like take less. But oh, good natural one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
And if he reduces zero hit points, he literally dustifies. Just yeah. So first, there's one guy standing there drooling, and then there was a second guy that is now a cloud of dust. Now these two purple creatures are kind of standing there, because they weren't given any orders to do anything. Wait, can I check what those are now? Yeah, oh yeah. No, it's Dungeoneering. Uh, nat 1, so 25. <laughs> oh. So they're called Charda. Charda. And what are Charda? Charda are these small, monstrous humanoids from the Underdark, mostly. Um, they're armoured in dense, bony plates. These four-armed creatures uh, draw wretched strings of black bile from their fanged maw. Um, you know that they're quite strong and fast. They're, they're also not dumb. They're actually quite intelligent. What are the two things you want to know? Uh, resistances? Immune to cold and poison. That's fine. <laughs> That's it? Okay, um, and then the other one would... Do they have spell resistance? No. Okay, cool. Um, weaknesses? Do they have any? No weaknesses. Okay. Um, uh, Impervious. Yeah, I guess that's fine then if I've asked those things. Okay. Anything you want to do now that you've destroyed your two mage... Enemy mages? They aren't looking like they're going to be aggressive. I'm just going to kind of stop and look at the city for a bit and kind of just like take it in. If those things aren't doing anything, I'm just going to take it in. Okay, so as you look down at the city, down on Kylet's Isle, the pirates are rushing towards you. Nicely, they come within step of you, but you are well and truly ready for them. You get to fight first. All right. Um, as part of my move action, I'm going to um, you know, start my bardic performance as I always do. Also, I also want you to know that you're not by yourself. It's not yep. just you two. Mm-hmm. It's like there's like a line of soldiers with you as well, mm-hmm. like barricading this particular street. It's about 20 feet wide, so there's you in front with three soldiers next to you. Mm-hmm. Well, either imagine you're not right in the front line. You're probably behind. Probably yeah, way back, So there's yeah. like yep. soldiers all around you guys as well. Same with you guys in Underbridge. Mm-hmm. Um, you've kind of prepped yourself yeah. like with a line of soldiers, so you're not fighting alone. Mm. Getting mad but like uh, Osgiliath <laughs> vibes from this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, inspire courage into all my allies around me. I go... We fight for Magnema, and we will chase back this uh, the pirate queen and her people. If uh, we have no fear against them, and we will win, and the sun will rise for another day. Um, and that purple creature stands out. Yeah, it's at I the back of the fight for now. It's not back. in the combat. All right. Uh, sorry, what did you want to say, question. Amelia? How much time did we have to prepare before they landed? Uh, it, I'm guessing you want to cast some spells, or I was thinking about it. Yeah, sure. You would have had time to do that. Ten minutes? Uh, yeah. Can I possibly cast Glyph of Warding Greater? Sure. What does it do? I will bring it up. So, the way it works is it acts like Glyph of Warding General, yep. but deals shit tons of extra damage. Ooh. Oh, that's what almost killed me in the uh, other campaign I walked into. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so realistically, like you could put it on any of the streets. That's the and you're basically idea. going to block off like a side street or something for yourself. Yeah, give us a bit of extra protection. Yeah. Probably not this main street, because if you can channel them down one main street, that's a good thing. So you probably put mm. it on one of the side streets, 100%. Like you, By the time you got down here, you probably had enough time to cast it once. Yep. Um, you could definitely have put it on a side street. And it's as she's doing this rousing chorus like, and bolstering the people, you feel that magic trigger on a side street. And like this just wash of like energy goes out. And like almost like you can feel the deaths of like this whole group of pirates. What element did you choose? Here's a pop quiz for you. Which one's the correct choice? 
Uh, uh, ask come on. Uh, ask if you get all the normal ones. Bio? Good girl, you pass. <laughs> it's yeah, like ten d eight points of damage. Holy there's crap! There's like this huge. You see this like wall of fire just like appear in the street next to you, like above the rooftops. Just um, all right. So yeah, n- nice, nice, Sally. You yeah, just I'll step forward straight okay. after rousing and you know just preparing for inspiring. when they finally hit your lines. Yep, perfect. We'll hold our lines here. Alright, so you see the, the man at the very back leading this purple creature starting to move slowly forward. Mm. Uh, the creature following and the pirates hit your battle line. Nice, uh, nice Ali, what would you like to do? I would like to hit them with Perfect. my rapier. So you get your one attack <laughs> of opportunity, one prepared attack. Yeah, my, my, my parry against them, uh, which is a, a 20, 27. You hit that first pirate that comes in you. Yeah. Oh, whoops, that was cocked. A nineteen. That will do some damage for sure. All right, all right. So you drop one pirate, uh, swinging around to the next as his flat place is quickly filled. Ordelia at the back of the uh, group. Anything you'd like to do? At this point in time, I don't think this. I don't think there's terribly much I can do just yet. You still got your star knives, don't forget. I do. Let's throw one of those. In fact, let's throw both. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to need my dice. Why not? Why not? Okay, so first attack. I rolled an 18. Doesn't crit threat, but that plus 13. Does that hit? What type of star knives do you have? Uh, distance, yeah? Yes. Perfect. Yep. So yeah, it definitely hits. Fantastic. And then I'll roll for the second not nearly as good. That would be a 17 plus the Bardic Inspiration, so 19. And, yeah, yeah. So it hits as well. Hits so as you well. both you hurl them towards the same person. Do some damage for me. Uh, that would be 7 damage plus 8 plus the Bardic Inspiration. All right, so you watch. So, like, nicely, <laughs> you're there. You skewer one guy. You see there's a second guy steps up and take his place. And these two star knives bury themselves in his <laughs> chest. He like falls backwards. They blink and reappear back on her belt. Oh, <laughs> mint. I will be also keeping an eye on the purple. The creature is slowly being pulled fur- further towards you. Mm. Down in Underbridge, in the darkness of Underbridge, illuminated by the light of his glorious uh, longsword, those pirates come rolling forward in the same way. Alcadian. You are acting first, though. They haven't quite hit the line yet. Soldiers of Magnamar, rally, stand strong, and I will hold my glorious sword up and cast tactical acumen once more. You remember your training. Nathan, you have this. I'm here. Let's do it, friend. How how many pirates are there? Small horde of them. Like 50-ish pirates are running down the streets towards you. Then it will be a fair fight. (laughs) (laughs) Thought <laughs> <laughs> well, you were going to look up at the ice man and be like, we'll fight in the shadows. <laughs> uh, and yeah, the pirates come slamming up against your battle line. Iten. Alright. Uh, what exactly does tactical acumen give us again? It just gives us plus two to all sort of tactical advantages. So any sort of cover bonus, higher ground or flanking. Okay, awesome. Um, Alright, I'll I'll slowly loose out my chain until it sort of s- starts to tip on the ground. Full on reach. I'll, uh, I'll turn it into a bane against humanoids. 
Okay. Pirate. So pirate. Prepare, preparing to hit them. Yeah. Basically. And then they hit your battle line next straight afterwards. So yeah. you get that, that tri attack triggers for both of Did you prepare an attack? Oh, no. You no, cast a I spell. Cast a spell. Yeah. So they've come into reach. Yep. Boom. Swing it out. Nat 20. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. boy. Kind of delete like some my, humans. My first roll in so many combats has been delightful crit. Uh, and the con confirmation roll is a 33. Oh, my God. Okay. It's going to do some damage. Um, <laughs> I love this one. It's called To Your Thinky Bits. <laughs> <laughs> so it's double damage and one int bleed. Oh, <laughs> oh, um, shit. What, what was the confirmation roll? Uh, 33. Yeah, it can't possibly. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, so just double damage. See how many humans you can take out. Do I double the Bane damage as well? No, no you don't. Oh, okay. Bane. So it's only You double the plus two, two, but not the extra 2d6. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, interesting. All right, so that will be... <laughs> Math, ladies and gentlemen. I helped, uh, it helps me to count it out loud. 34 damage. Well, I thought Oof. Brad could cut that for <laughs> I wanted to I'm going to leave it in. Uh, so that was, that's two dead humans. Boom, boom. Like the chain just boom, boom, straight through their thinky bits, i.e., their brains. <laughs> you decapitated people with a chain. It's a blunt object. <laughs> yeah, boy. Uh, at the back of this group, though, you also see the larger pirate pulling at the small purple creature, which is somewhat compliant to this uh, chain around its neck um, towards the fight slowly. What do you think that is, Indros? Do I have any idea what it is? Need knowledge engineering, my friend. No idea, friend, but it looks nasty. <laughs> you have it? I do! You may it's roll. one of my only knowledges. I... Oh, wait, no, I don't have any skill points in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I, could, I could know about it, but I do not. So. <laughs> if I thought that I can't, you really, choose not to. <laughs> Back up on the ice span. It's floating out over the edge of the ice span. You see the pirates have landed. You see them swarming. You watch as this wall of fire rips down one of the streets on Kylet's Isle from where you stand. Small smile. You see the uh, glorious sunburst of his longsword below you in the ice span, lighting up the darkest area in Magnema. So I'm just going to look down and kind of boredly, I'm just going to like point my staff, because it's a staff of fire, and just like spend a couple of rounds just like, uh, fireball that ship. There's a bunch of people over there, fireball. I'm just going to kind of get like, almost like the bored expression turns to get like frustrated as this swarms of people. Before I start to get like a little bit angry. And I'm I'm gonna spend a couple of turns just casting spells on myself. So let's go to the others for a little bit as I <laughs> get ready because I'm getting annoyed. Cool. Okay. Alright. We'll duck back down to Carlet's Isle. Oh, I need you to draw me a D4 though, quickly. One. Okay, thank you. Down in Carlet's Isle again. Um, Mycelia dancing around among the pirates that are attacking you. How close is the purple? It's still probably about 50 feet away right about 50 now. 50 feet. All right, then I will. There's like the big press of bodies up against you right mm. now. It's like a full-on battle, realistically. It's not like there's a sparse number of people. There's just this press of bodies trying to bear down on you. Even then, it's pushing you back slowly. Mm -hmm. um, the occasional oh. roar of the glyph of warding <laughs> going off in the side street <laughs> next to you. Oh, my God. I will focus on the battle at hand for now. And the thing is, this is like a proper battle. So, like, mm. each of these rounds, quote-unquote, aren't they our normal combat rounds. Mm. These are, like, 
multiple rounds where you're like doing huge amounts of damage like every person you kill in quotes is like 10 pirates basically as like 30 seconds or a minute go past Uh, a 23 my first yeah that's fine so you're still laying around you with your rapier you're piercing bodies I'll do two attacks my second one uh, is a 23 Mm-hmm. As well, another fifteen. Perfect. So you're laying around you. That's another yep. large group of soldiers dead. Uh, the pirate, the soldiers next to you, also pushing forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to the craftsmanship of a lot of your armorers in the city, the most of them are wearing full plate or at least half plate, and uh, which is much better than the pirates' leather. Uh, and so, the, just the sheer like weapon superiority is giving mm. you the advantage in the streets. Uh, or did it? How are people going? There's definitely health-wise. people getting injured. Yeah. yeah. So there's people who are dropping and getting injured and hurt. Uh, they're getting dragged back by their companions. Some people are getting killed on both. Like a lot of people are getting killed on the pirate side. Some people are getting killed on your side as well mm-hmm. before you can get to them. Um, but if your focus is to run around and help people, yeah, percent. I think that's what I like to do. Let off a channel energy and. Yep. So you're standing far doing. enough back, you can kind of. Yep. Do you want me to roll for that? Yes, please. Leave it in this memory. How many D6s it So you're at 11th level, so it should be 66. Six. That's what I thought. Heavy dice. <laughs> Such a nice sound. Oh, I love it. So that is 6, 12, 18, 20, 24. That'll do it. So right next to you, uh, nice early, you see a, a soldier go down, a pirate standing over him. You can't quite get to him in time. But as you look, you see that the uh, slash across his throat like quickly re-knits and the man r- r- lifts his halberd up into the unsuspecting pirate's stomach whose eyes kind of widen in surprise as he kind of slides down the half and the soldier throws him off before standing up. Um, and even like around you right now as well, Odelia, like, Soldiers who were on the ground and bleeding and at their wounds re-knit themselves and they kind of look and they nod to you and like get back into the fight, into the fray, stabbing over the top of their companions. In Underbridge, though, you uh, definitely don't have the benefit of a cleric with you. Uh, so those who go we down tend to feel, stay down. You do, and like because you are the Lord Mayor, like your personal bodyguard is with you as well. So some of the best Magnum. fighters in Magnamar are standing side by side with you. Or not as good or not able to keep up as well as uh, Aiton definitely can uh, standing next to you. Uh, the two of you push deeper into the enemy. Uh, Alcady. Fantastic. So right now I've got my longsword out and my shield, my fortification shield. And as it's raised and there's this radiance daylight glowing from it, it also has a sort of shimmer as if a bit of the space or the time is warping around it. And so I come in first with a big, like, wide arcing sweep. That's a natural 20. Yeah. <laughs> that's a natural 20. Oh, baby. Oh, yeah. oh baby. And that's a, a 35 to confirm. So I imagine it's this, this horde. Yeah. And are they chaotic? Yeah. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Pirates, my friend. I, I thought as much, but I, just, I like to check. So this is going to be... 12, 17, 16. So did you roll double damage? 
I rolled double damage for the D8. I rolled double damage for the chaotic stuff as well. No. no uh, but like, so. so the one, this one, obviously, you're not fighting a single creature. So these no, I know. I know. I'm just going like that. Yeah. It's called Sever Spine. Yep. So like you're swinging with such like ferocity. Yep. You're like cutting straight through their leathers, through their bodies almost. Okay. So that's uh, 37 points of damage. That'll do it. That's the first swing. Yeah. That's the first swing. Yep. Second swing, coming back. So I've just done like, I guess, a, a forehand swing. Come back with the other big old backhand swing. That's a natural one. All things are balanced. Uh, to confirm is a 21. No, it doesn't. So it doesn't confirm. So I miss with that one, just I think thrown off balance. And then I come in with another swing. Uh, that is probably not. I don't know what it's going to do. It's a. That'll be my third strike. So that's a 15. No, unfortunately. No, that's not. And then my fourth strike. <laughs> because I activated speeded. So my, my, my divine bond, I, instead of taking a plus four, I took a plus one and added speed to it, which means I get to do another attack at full bad. Oh, you mean you get to kill someone? So that's a 24. That's it? With a rolling of three. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Uh, 12 plus uh, 33. <laughs> All right, so that's... Ah! Yeah. Like as again, as this is fight is actually being done in minutes as opposed to seconds. That's yeah. like you wade through slicing apart realistically the equivalent of close to forty pirates over the next several minutes. Stay with me, um, Aiden. Obviously, your bodyguard is helping yeah, you that yeah. as well. And Aiden on the other side, though, uh, dig starts digging in himself. I go. I'm in the thick of the crowd of pirates. Yep. Perfect. Something that I haven't had a chance to do in a while. My slashing cape. Spin to win. <laughs> what? So, so you dive purposely deep into the pirates yeah. ahead of everybody oh, else. Yeah, and then once my chain no longer is able to move because it's just getting caught on all the viscera, I drop it, and instead my thick burgundy cape that's plated with metal all throughout, I basically just grip my feet, heels into the ground, and I just spin as hard as I can to let this cape fling out around me, and it just basically deals... My highest bab, which is like 23. And then just 2d6 damage to everyone around me. What's the range? Uh, every square That's around you. Every, but every square around Just literally me. pirouette through the... Spinning around. He's like a Beyblade. He becomes a whirlwind. My chain's getting blade. caught in the crowds. So I just start spinning. Uh, yeah, it's like a... And then two. It's just one roll to hit everyone, yeah? One roll to hit everyone. Perfect. <laughs> nine uh, plus my strength, uh, 15 damage. And we'll just times that by nine. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You'd be at all nine guys around you, even if this was a normal combat, would be dead. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it appears we still have it in our old age, yeah, eh, so Alcadian? So you watch as he like dives into the midst of the pirates and you lose You're him for a second before agent. you see this crimson, like the burgundy cloak and then a burgundy mist in the air as he starts spinning in like circles around and it's something you haven't seen him do for a long, long time. And definitely not to this degree of carnage. I must admit, I'm enjoying myself, Indros. Try not to enjoy yourself too much, Aiton. And it is the first time you've seen him smile so big yeah. in so long. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, behind you, a couple of pirates come up to try and give you a swing yep. at your back. Ooh, that's going to do it. Do it, baby. It's going to hit you, my friend. Yep. It's not going to do a lot of damage, but it's going to hit you is the important part. You've got a lot of people down around you injured. Oh. <laughs> ah. Yeah, sick. It does going to hit me, but that's okay. Because I am wearing plus three martyring full plate. 
So as it does, I like allow it to hit me and say, Push forward, friends! We fight for Magnamar! And boom, 1d8 plus 9 for everybody around. As a big wave of healing comes nice. out. Is it so cure light or cure moderate? It's cure light. Okay. So it's 13 points of health. So all of your companions, all, of your all allies within thirty feet. All. Yeah. that's really good. <laughs> that's nice. yeah. So a lot you of don't your, have a healer. We have a paladin. <laughs> so a lot of your soldiers that had been cut and like injured and stuff yeah. just suddenly step back up with a renewed spirit, and they just you just hear them for Arcadian, for Magma. Damage it didn't. Uh, four. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I, rolled a, I rolled a two. Might be the difference between life and death. <laughs> you heard your leader. Stay your ground. Isn't it? Doesn't it heal you as well? Yeah. Uh, no, I, does it heal me or does it heal If it's masculine, oh, no, actually, it just says allies, doesn't it? it yeah, doesn't I'm pretty sure like, well. I think the whole idea is you take the hit and, and then, then heal everybody as a result because you're a martyr. Perfect. <laughs> and yeah, so several more minutes go by. The burgundy cloak whirlwinding through. Uh, Are you getting very dizzy? Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, Nicely just pulling people out, focusing on one enemy, taking them out. Quick, quicker than she took down a <laughs> Corvosan prince. Ordelia walking through like a god of life, healing people and helping drag people back and bringing them back up. Uh, I'm just going to dock two of your uh, My ch- channels, channels yep. just because of like I imagine you wait, wait to the last moment, bam, like giving it time, like in, like because you know it's going to be a long drawn out fight with the amount of pirates that are still landing on the ship, absolutely oh, sorry, from, on the shore. Uh, meanwhile. Several minutes later. Yeah. So I am now, uh, for anyone detecting magic, they would be getting a freaking headache as I have put numerous buffs on P. And as I look at all this, like, just useless and pathetic death of these, all us short-lived tiny people, I get really pissed off. And at this stage, I am literally wreathed in fire. I have a fire shield on. I have all these other spells on. And um, I also have, like just bonfires basically around me and the flames are just like circling me like this little vortex type thing. And I grab my staff and I slam it into the edge of the bias span. And I use Major's Decree. Everyone in 13 miles. (laughs) No will save. Hears my voice. As if I was right next to them. As I just yell out. Winter kiss! I... Amanthalus Cardin, Warden of the Eye, and I am tired of cheap, worthless hacks like yourself. You call yourself powerful. Come here. Prove that you're not some useless worth of space. And I'm just going to, so that she knows where it is, use uh, pyrotechnics on the ice span. From these bonfires, so I think it's 120 foot just of fire in the air. I think she knows I'm here. And then several seconds later. You called. I'll turn around. Who is this person? And so there's this beautiful half elven woman, silvery yellow hair, shining in the sunlight, and a light in a dark blue dress, flecks of ice hanging off it. And she, like, stands there looking at you. In um, Strapped to one waist, though, is a scimitar as well. And But she's astonishingly gorgeous. I don't think that part of me cares anymore. <laughs> and she goes... I don't think that part of you can care anymore. 
<laughs> Pulls out a little blue pill. Yeah. <laughs> Not all the magic in the world can save you now. Are you challenging me? Uh, it will barely be a fight, but I am so tired of this shit. You're right. I feel so bad. Destroying utterly such an old man. You think you know magic, little girl? You cheap, pathetic hack! You don't even study the magic in your veins, do you? You just let it run through you. Why let study? Me show you true power. Ha! Huh. Why bother when I can do this? Okay. For those playing at home, and so that the rest of you guys know what's happening, <laughs> we're doing something a little bit different with this fight. This is Mage v Mage. <laughs> mage <laughs> fight. Mage fight. Wizard so battles. Wizard battles. It is. <laughs> this is a spell duel. So it has slightly different rules in regards to dispelling and shit like that. So it literally, it's if he can tell what spell it is and if she can tell what spell he's casting, he can then roll to try and dispel by sacrificing a spell of the same slot. Or higher and you or get bonuses. Higher. Yeah. So, And you get one of those free per turn. I usually only cast one spell per turn. So effectively, if you can outspell craft the other person and you have more spell slots than them, or you just they fail their rolls, you can literally like punch through their defenses and stuff. All right. So she starts casting her first spell at you. Cool. I roll to spellcraft what it is. Uh, does my uh, twen- 33 tell me what spell it is? Yep. It looks like she's about to do a, chain, a, a uh, modified chain lightning. Cool. I also have chain lightning. I am going to counter that with the exact same spell, which will give me plus 10 on my dispel check. Oi! Did you look up her spell list before this, Brad? No, I just... I, I had to chain lightning. <laughs> I don't know if she has a spell list before. I think Liam probably made that. Um, now, what's the cast level? It's just cast level, right? Plus 10 for that. So that's 13 plus 10 is 23. Plus I actually have a greater dispel focus, which gives me an extra plus 4. So that's 27. And you need to beat 15 plus a spell level. So I'm good? Uh, it was a 6 level spell. Yeah, so, so it was you're, mine. you're good. <laughs> So yeah, so she goes to go cast this, and I just wave my hand. And so like phew. from her hand, like blasts out this lightning bolt of coldness. I'll return with fire because I actually have chain of fire. And so like in between, like you guys are like standing thirty feet apart, and there's like this small like ex- auroric explosion of light in the center as this fire lightning bolt and this ice lightning bolt meet in the middle and just. I'll just be standing there, like, floating, Sick. like, just above the ground, swirling in flames. Return fire? Return fire. Um, look, let's start off with something uh, to test her, see how she's going. I'm going to use Elemental Assessor. Okay. She has to try and obviously spellcraft that if she wants to. Yeah, well, she's definitely going to try. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's going to be a 21. Oh, I should probably mention, by the way, with Elemental Assessor, it's an extended Elemental Assessor. Probably not going to do a whole amount. Now, what's the roll that you have to get? 15 plus spell level. Um, I got a 21. Uh, it's a 6 level spell. Yeah, so exactly 21. So she can tell what it is. She yeah. knows what it is, and then she can try and dispel. Cool. So cast level... Oh, check. hang on. Uh, oh, wait, the cast level check's separate. No, because yeah, my, I get bonuses against cast levels. Okay, so I rolled an 18. Her cast level is higher than okay. that, so that's a 32 total. So she can dispel whatever it is you're doing. Um, uh, well, what is she using, though? She was, Well, she knows it's a six-level spell, so she's going to use a six-level spell. Okay, cool. I should probably mark off my chain lightning. Okay. Where's it now? Why 
Cool. Well, That's a shame. Skewering people. Elemental, <laughs> Elemental Assessor basically fires out a ray that does like all elements of damage, and then you get to see which one stays on her by <laughs> she takes ongoing damage on that. So you can basically go, oh, she's weak to this. <laughs> all right. I'm gonna go another round on this spell combat. Okay. All right, she casts a spell. Uh, oh no, I, I rolled a three. So does a 27 tell me what spell it is? <laughs> <laughs> it probably will. Uh, she's trying to cause baleful polymorph on you. Let Brad make okay. Yeah, you did, you did make a mistake there. I'm just going to use Dispel Magic, which I believe gives me a completely different number to roll. I think it's just 10 plus the spell level. Uh, but with my greater Dispel Focus, that makes it 14. So uh, that is going to be... It's a cast level, Joe, so you're adding a cast level anyway. Yeah, so uh, 9 plus... Uh, it says 17, actually. 9 plus 17, so it's 26. Yeah. So be. I don't know Baleful Monomorph, so I'll just <laughs> flick that away. <laughs> there goes one of my spell magics. Okay, so you, you, you feel yourself like... Like, you can feel her will pushing down on you, trying to change your body into that of a small creature. <laughs> just flick it away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, your turn. Okay, we're going to get another turn. As it, this is the second turn. Oh, okay, cool. Um, sweet. Uh, look, let's give her one more round before I get actually fed up with her shit. So we'll do something else relatively uh, simple for now. Let's go with... Um, yeah, let, let's go with a lightning arc that will travel diagonally like, across from her so it's not coming directly at me. Ooh, she did not tell what that is. Okay. <gasps> So, in which case, uh, Lightning Arc still does allow, I believe, a reflex save for half damage. That one, I think she got. What was it? Ah, 25. Oh, no, yeah, if it was a fire spell, yes, but it's not a fire spell. It is a lightning spell. Cool, in which case, she will take 13d6 points of lightning damage Ooh. as this, like, <laughs> zap. And yeah, also, it, it will... She only takes half, right? Yeah, half. Uh, but you'll also light any combustibles on fire and stuff, and any metals that have low melting points, such as lead, gold, copper, silver, or bronze, melt as it's blasted through cool. them. So she takes 50 points of damage. Oh, you're rolling for me. Thank <laughs> goodness. So half so to 25. 25. Cool. You are a child playing at an old man's game, girl. Now you're ang- making me angry. Uh, meanwhile, down on the cards are. <laughs> let's do some damage. All right. Is the purple... I was really... Worry about that purple. <laughs> yeah, you Look at my spells list. Is it just gonna? He hasn't done, hasn't been unchained yet. You can right. see it pulling against the chain, but the pirate keeps pulling it back. All right. As long as it's not coming within thirty feet, I'm all right with that. I will continue with my rapier. I'm, I'm rolling so low now. Gosh, it's like it doesn't even want to fight. Twenty four. Yeah, with my plus nineteen, I'm <laughs> rolling so critting. low. It's not critting. It's not Um. Uh, 18. Right. Laying in around you again. And then... Oh, yay! 16. That's a crit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> roll again. Disgusting. Oh, not one, but that's like a 15 to hit. Uh, yeah. That one's, so always, that one's not, always fail. Yeah. That's so a, no confirmed. No confirmed. That's all right. Still a uh, 18. Damn. Slicing and dicing people. Um, we'll do that. All right. So we've still got pirates coming in. Purple creature isn't here yet. I too am starting to get quite concerned about that. So <laughs> I'm going to try and cast blindness on it, on the Ooh. tiny purple creature. Okay. So it will negate. Ooh. Do you know what the will save is? 17. I rolled a 17 exactly with dice before Damn I it. will. Mm. Yeah, blindness, deafness, save or suck spells. They suck sometimes. Yeah. Worth a try. It always is. 
And then, trust me, when you can get it off on the BBEG of a, uh, of a book, Brad gets really annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be just in the last round of its fight, swinging at a wall. And uh, seeing someone trying to cast some spells on it, the larger pirate next to it looks in your general direction. Oh, shit. Takes the chain off its neck. Oh, fuck. And we go to the underneath, underneath oh. the eye swing. <laughs> this is what I was avoiding. Oh. Alcadian. Fantastic. We're still surrounded by pirate soldiers. They're still coming in on us, aren't they? Well, then I'll just hold fast. I'll move up next to my friend Aiton and start hacking through them again. Uh, Natchi 16, so that's plus lots of stuff. <laughs> so that will be... Twelve plus eighteen, thirty points of damage. As I slide through, big power attack. Mm-hmm. Coming for another swing. Uh, that's a twenty-two. Do Yep. Map. Same thing again. Uh, Eleven and three is fourteen plus eighteen is thirty-two. Am I right? All right. Yeah, I am. Thirty-two. Sweet. Um, bam, 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 bam. Uh, Twenty-four will also hit. So one. Five plus eighteen, <laughs> uh, twenty-three, and one more for good measure. Final <laughs> one as the as the, as the sword itself starts to take control I think here. As, as you mean, the, the the like the numbers of pirates around you seems to slow down. So slow no down, one left yeah. To kill. And there's like one more thing. Like the sword itself seems to like flash through the air almost of its own accord this time, and that's a twenty-five. Do it. Uh, five and two is. 7 plus 18. That's a little bit harder math. That's 25. All right. So still out in front, deep in the horde. Eight. I probably stopped spinning at this point. Don't want to get a headache, you know. <laughs> in my old age, just kind of being like, oh, this doesn't feel as good as it used to. Yeah, that to. greasy Wait. ham and egg br- <laughs> thing you had for the breakfast. Making its way back up. Hmm. Still, there's still a fair few pirates around, I'm imagining. Yep. Yeah, my, my gloves of improvised might, you know, grip this heavy chain again. Now basically we rear it wide up over my head and we'll just take three big swings and just crash it down around me wherever possible. Uh, 28. Mm-hmm. That's... Uh, 20 points of damage. Yep. And then we have a 36. Mm-hmm. That's another great chunk of damage. That's 22 points of damage. Mm-hmm. And then another big swing as I bring my big old chain around for one more hit. Uh, that'll be... Well, that might not even hit. That's an 18 to hit on my third no. hit. Yeah, I thought that might miss. Ah, the momentum of it just whoo, getting yeah, too carried to, away. It kind of gets lodged in with the bodies of one of the people in the last swing and you just don't quite whip it out. Can't get it back out in time. But even then, like the, you're slowing to, slowly starting to thin the horde and you kind of look back at Alcadia and you smile and like raise the chain in triumph. Um... And as uh, you see, you look at him, you raise your sword back, mm-hmm. and then you watch as uh, these two arrows blossom from his chest. And you, trace, and you trace the arrows back to where they were, and it was the pirate who's standing next to the uh, purple creature, has a really, like a really thick bow, uh, double strung bow, and just, just went boom, boom. Two heavy arrows just buried themselves straight into. Uh, eight Aiden's chest for a total of uh, oh the second one was crit um, oh. 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 didn't confirm luckily 
Uh, Bowser times three crit, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> 16 points of damage, those two. Uh, I need a fort save. We were bound to take a hit or two. Uh, fort save. Uh, 17. No, 20. 20. You're right. You're good. Okay. But yeah. I'm all right, He's Indra. like smiling. You bastard. Keep Back. fighting, Arcadian. Don't get distracted. Back up on the bridge. Uh, I just shocked her. I know. So I turned. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> and you're the biggest lightning bolt that ever was. <laughs> all right, she's casting a spell on you. Okay. Do you want to tell me what that is? Does my 28 tell me what it is? Yeah, she was trying to blind you. Okay. Um, what level spells blindness again? Second level. Oh, pfft. sure. Let's get rid of that. I've got so many second level spells. Um, hang on. So I got a... That's a 21. Yep, that's enough. Cool. I haven't actually used a single second level spell yet. <laughs> I forgot I had these guys. I'm going to get you. You are unpracticed and unworthy of the lives that you sue. I am getting tired of this. And I'm going to cast a spell on myself. Can she counter a spell that I'm using on myself? Yeah, technically. If she can figure out what it is. Okay, she can try she and make... She can't figure out what it is. What did she get? <laughs> uh, I, what level spell is it? Well, depends. It's not on the wizard spell list. Oh, so it's going to be harder for her to get anyway. Yeah. Um, so I only rolled a nine... So she got a total of 17, so yeah. she's not going to get it. it. It technically is a fourth level spell, but it's it's not a wizard spell. It's no. Zone of Silence. So now I have a five-foot emanation burst around myself where I can still hear everything inside of it, but no one else can hear it, which means if she's trying to spellcraft to detect any spells I'm casting now, she's going to have to make a linguistics check to read my lips. <laughs> Would help if she had linguistics. Oh, she does. One point. <laughs> I speak 12 languages I will cycle <laughs> sorry no it's more I had 10 you said plus 6 yeah. last time plus 8 so 10 plus I have 18 languages sorry my bad I was wrong 18 languages oh um, yeah so that was my spell on does my that turn. mean you can't hear her I can hear outside in they can't hear inside out mm. it's from the bard spell list well that's good because now <laughs> that happens she realises that she can't hear you anymore and so she's going to try and drop something big on you Go for it. So I have to, yeah, okay. <laughs> of course. I am rolling quite low on those spellcrafts. Twenty-eight. Oh, quite low. <laughs> I have um, twenty-four in it. Delayed blast fireball. Oh, foolish girl! I'm not even gonna bother. Cold. Oh, I'm definitely gonna bother. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I'm not. I'm just gonna shake my head at her. Okay. Oh. So you're not trying to just? No. Nah. Okay. I'm tired of a shit. Alright, 51 points of damage, cold damage. If you reflex half. Cool, what's the DC? Uh, the DC is 25. Cool, I got a 30 something. I take zero damage. Huh? I have a fire shield on. I take half damage from all cold attacks. If you pass a reflex save, you take none. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> boy! So I just stand there as this giant blast of cold and just. So, yeah, for, from where she's standing, she literally just goes, throws this small, like, globe of, like, blue ice at you, hits, and just. Like blue cold fire erupts, and she's like got a smile on her face that quickly turns to concern as you stand there untouched. Still whispers of flame all over me, just looking at her with almost pity in my eyes now. Um, and she won't hear me say anything because I have my zone of silence up. But to make it worse, 
I am also, since I have an ability called Arcane Concordance on at the moment, can alter one of my spells to be still every round. So I'm not even going to raise my hands or say anything that she can hear. She can make a linguistics check to try and detect what I'm doing. I'm still speaking. She just can't hear me. Yeah, six. Cool. She doesn't know what I'm saying as I'm going to throw a spell at her. She won't be able to counter this, basically, because she doesn't know what I'm saying. Yep. So uh, what, what should we start off with, guys, now that I'm getting pissed? Should I go for a high level spell? Great, her baby. Cool. <laughs> let's let's go for a fifth Bring level. Let's go spell. for my last fifth level spell. Uh, as this snake of fire comes pouring towards her. That's a seven, not a one. Thank fuck. Um, for 13d6 fire damage, she does make a reflex save for half. Okay. She makes a reflex save. She fails. Uh, cool. So she takes zero points of fire damage. Okay. Does she have protected stuff as well, I assume? That's fine. <laughs> she cool. knew she was coming to Magmar. She prepared for the fire wizard. That makes, that makes sense. <laughs> um, if she takes zero damage, does that mean she's not on fire, even though my spells would lie on fire? To be fair, she was going to take... No, she takes zero points, so okay. she doesn't catch. So she does take 41 points off of her, for her resistance, though. Okay, it's okay. I've done the exact same thing against Ice, so we have some ablative hit points. Yeah. She was like, hmm, I've heard that there's a guy down there that throws fire spells at people. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Down on Khaled's Isle. Yes. Uh the purple beast is free. There's not a lot of pirates between you and said purple beast either. Mm. Nicelia, Nicelia, you are at the front. I'll tell you what, okay. Uh, 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 as night turns to day, uh, the, the light casts very long. Shadow Trap. And I will quickly cast a spell to pin the shadow of this purple creature where it stands so it cannot move anymore. <laughs> it can quickly do a will save to negate. Ha! Eleven. Hey, that will not work. So, um, it is it is prevented from moving further than five feet from its original position. So its shadow has been anchored to the terrain. Can it make a strength check or anything to break out? Each round on its turn, the target can attempt a new saving throw to end the effect as a full round action. Okay. Perfect. Just quickly pin it in place. So that's you? The yes. pirate that let it go, though, oh, shit. pulls out his... Composite longbow. <laughs> points it straight at you. Fuck. Uh, it's a 15, so it's a 30 to hit. Yeah, that, that hits. You can't parry arrows. <laughs> yep. Can't catch Ah, I found the weakness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's going to be seven points of damage. All right. Uh, All right. Odelia. All right. So that's my friend. Yeah, large arrow just embedded itself in her shoulder. After you watched her, like, throw the shadows up around the creature that wrapped around its foot, held it in place, this arrow just sprouted from the shoulder. How far away is he, out of curiosity? Uh, about 40 feet away. Fantastic. So in Searing Ray territory. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bold words for someone in Searing Ray. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's a touch attack, I think? It is a touch range attack. Range touch. Yeah, range touch. So you... D20 plus bad plus dicks. Yeah. Which is me. And I will roll to not blow up at the same time. That just that's roll the one die. That's we do it together. Oh, so I rolled oh, a yeah. six, which was plus plus cast level plus. No, so six plus your base attack bonus, which is uh, eight. Cool. And plus your dex bonus. One. So six plus eight plus one, so that six plus nine is fifteen. What's yep. that touch AC? Hits. It hits. Huzzah! Searing right. ray. Huzzah. Oh, hang on. How many searing rays do you get? 
Oh. So it is 1d8 per two levels. So I need... It's no, Searing no, Ray is not Scorching Ray. No, 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 Brad. Scor- oh, Searing Ray. Not Scorching Ray. My bad. 1d8 My damage bad. per yeah. two levels. Yes, yep. perfect. Sorry. So that should be 5d8. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need more. Ooh, more dice. So many dice. Sorry, we got so many dice goblins. So, yeah, we, we have uh, Charmaine met Avila just a little while ago, and they were sat on the floor <laughs> here going through their dice collection. Going through their shiny rock collection. Sorry, the click-clack shiny math rock collection. I, I, I tried to touch one of them, and now I'm missing a finger. <laughs> Thankfully, not in his main hand. All right. His main hand for something. I <laughs> rolled horribly, but I rolled nonetheless. So, we have got 13. 13. Damage. Yep. I five d eight. I rolled horribly. <laughs> Had like three. Is ones. it five d eight plus anything? Like- no, just straight on its own. Mm. Ouch. I I do need to roll to not blow up. I just remember it from no. The so the to hit roll is the not blow up roll oh, when you right. do it, when you're doing a range attack. You need to not blow I up. I do. Yeah. Eleven. That's fine. Perfect. You're fine. Two ones. It happens twice. Oof, yeah. <laughs> okay. Back in the underbridge. So now. They were fighting bigger creatures. We're going round by round. Sick. So this is no longer the mass combat rules. You've killed enough of the small folk that they're staying the hell away from you guys. <laughs> they're engaging your like soldiers near you, not you guys. I mean, the ones they have a chance to actually hurt. It still would be difficult terrain for you guys to move through. Fantastic. The yep. rolling combat that's happening. Um, same kind of thing with this guy. Uh, he's taken the chain off the purple creature that... The creature itself and him are about 40 feet away from you, um, Aiton, and you're 10 feet behind him, so about 50 feet away from you, Alcadian. Fantastic. Okay? Am I currently threatened? Um, not really. Like Wait. Again, it's difficult terrain. These guys aren't really focused on you guys because they saw what you did. They think the other guys next to you are easier. Yep. That's cool. Good. Because I am once more going to raise my longsword up. Imperial Lords, give me your strength. Make me your avatar. And I will cast Greater Angelic Aspect again. For those wings. Uh, The choir of Imperial Lords (laughs) comes down. I don't blow up and I sprout wings. I I glow real sexy-like. Everybody gets a plus four deflection bonus to AC. That's for you, baby. Mm. Um, This, uh, that's a standard action. I'm just gonna the sh- the the shard has been released, right? Yeah. The shard has been released. There's other guy. The, those are the two main targets. Yep. Um, Indeed. I am going to point my longsword then at the shardra and smite that motherfucker. Okay. Is it evil? I'll see. When, I'll see. I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to wait and see. Ready? Are you ready? Okay. So are you ready? Aiden? And I will jump up because I've used a standard action. I will jump up into the air so and go. Up. Yeah, I'll go. 15 feet up. Okay, so you need to... Because you're going straight up. Yep. Fly check. fly check. Let's see if I can do this. I don't have a great <laughs> fly skill. <laughs> Otherwise, you can do 45 degrees without a check. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I said I'm doing this. So okay. I'd probably do the 45... I'd probably do the 45 degrees and go to 15 foot. It'd be half of it. Yeah. Well, that's... Yep. You don't then you jump to roll then. I'm going to do it anyway to see what I get. Just because... <laughs> Would have got a 14, so... Would have missed it if you went yeah, straight yeah. up. So good thing you yeah, went 45 think. degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Aiton. Show off and dross. <laughs> <laughs> You had the offer, friend. Well, I'll still try and beat you there. Uh, Get that archer. Yeah, goodness me. Um, 
Yeah, can can I charge the archer? You can't charge through difficult yeah, terrain. Because it's in difficult terrain, so... Because you can't really get like a straight line uh, through ducking and weaving Every five foot's like ten feet, right? Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, Alright, well, I, I'll just... Um, I'll move 15 foot forward, and I'll uh, ready a dirty trick if someone comes in range. Okay. Uh, don't That'll need to come in range when you have a composite longbow. God damn it. Well, I thought the big thing might come in. <laughs> it might still. Yeah, it I might know. still. But that's my readied action. Uh, yeah. 24? No, because of my friend Alcadian's buff. That you're no longer in range of? Yeah, no. I only moved 15 feet. Yeah, and no, you move forward as well. Yeah, sorry, you move forward. Yeah, no, no, no. Sorry, I thought <laughs> I'm he like moved. directly under yeah, it. Because yeah, yeah. if he, yeah. he moves straight up. Me, yeah. no, he went like that. Because he was 10 feet behind you. Yeah. Yeah. So if he moves 15 feet forward, he's still 10 feet behind you. But you're still just within range because it's only like a 20 foot burst. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, just, just in range. Second one also misses with the bow. Charter starts pushing forward towards you. I'm assuming these are evil creatures, right? The the guy attacking. Yeah. Good, because otherwise it wouldn't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like the pirate. Actually, yeah. is the pirate evil? Because otherwise, because no. it's only deflection against evil creatures. Oh, okay. So, so the, the, the twenty so those chaotic. The twenty four will hit. Yeah. Yeah. It's just if no, he's just, not evil. Yeah. He's if that not pirate's evil. not evil, then no. yeah, that hits. Mm-hmm. Three points of damage. <laughs> ah, I rolled a one. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, wow. Yeah, they're not magic longbows. Um, all right. This is fun. Back up on the bridge. <laughs> she's just withstood your fire, and she's ready to uh, fire back, as it were. Go for it. <laughs> you roll that arcana check as she casts a spell at you. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, 30... No, 43. 43. I rolled a natural 19. <laughs> yep, so she's going to try and cast Freezing Sphere on you, which is a 6-level spell. My letter. Okay. You're not, you're not the creature of the water type, subtype, so you're fine. <laughs> About as far from that as you can get. So it's going to be 14d6 points of damage. Do I get a saving throw? Uh, you get reflex health. What's the... Oh, that's not very good. What's the... 24. Yeah, okay. No, nah, that was a 15. Oh, well. I suppose... 55 points of damage. Sweet. So it was a, a sixth level spell, was it? Mm-hmm. Sweet. So my spell reflection kicks in then. And she cops that spell on her instead. Ooh. As my spell reflection reflects up to seven... So she Ranks makes the spells. reflex and doesn't take any damage. Okay. Cold as well. So. so she's immune to cold or something? Cold resistance. Okay, cool. Really high cold resistance. Yeah, pretty much the same as me with the fire, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it just bounces off me. I just look at her. And she looks super pissed off. <laughs> she's like... <sighs> um, it is your turn, then. Okay, in which case... Um, let's try and knock down her uh, fire resistance a little bit more. Let's go with a pyrotechnic eruption. That didn't blow up. I assume she can't try and stop that. Uh, she can't even tell what it is with the 16. Yeah, well, seeing as she doesn't know what it is regardless because she can't read it. Um, pyrotechnic. I mean, I, yeah, that's right. I get the roll to hit the eruption. eruption. <laughs> yeah. So, pyrotechnic eruption. I hadn't actually seen this one before. It's very, very cool. So, she gets a reflex save for half, though. Uh, 17? Uh, no. No way in hell. So, she takes uh, 13d6 fire damage. 
as fire, jets of fire erupt from the ground around her, completely surrounding her, okay? This will continue every round, parving until it disappears. Holy moly. That's a fourth level spell only. All right. Um, She still hasn't actually physically hurt her. But I assume the flames are pushing closer towards her? Yeah. Cool. So yeah, on, on her turn... Sorry, oh, is it? Hang on. Uh, each round, I'm just all, uh, So it's on my turn, it would hit her again then. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, so back down in Kylet's Ky- Isle. Yes. I see the... Oh, is... Uh, are there still a lot of, like, miscellaneous pirates? Same thing is kind of happening. Okay. Like, they've seen you, like, dance your way through massacring people here mm-hmm. and there, and, like, at your whim. Yeah. And so they're turning their attention to weaker prey. Same thing, though, to get towards that guy, mm-hmm. it's going to be difficult to range. Okay, and they're about 30 feet away from me. I will, yeah, I will move my full 30, so I'm about 15 feet so away. remember, difficult terrain, so it's half. Yeah, yep. so I'm about 15 feet away from them, and I will strike, and there's no allies around in front of me, so I will strike my rapier to the floor. I'm casting thundering drums as my rapier hits the floor, and it goes boom, 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 and in a cone-shaped burst in front of me, there's this sonic damage that flies out. I'm going to uh, make sure I don't explode first. 14, that's fine. And they can do a fortitude save. Okay, fortitude save. To half the damage and the gate being knocked prone. Uh, Charter got it easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pirate did not. All right, bloody ranged. Uh, oh, Okay. Uh, 6, 12, 18, 19, 23, Sonic. And the the guy, like, falls on his bum. <laughs> Alright, so yeah. you actually hit the charter. I did. And Very nice. Alright, Odilia. Alright, how far away is Nicely from me? Uh, now she's about 20 feet away. Uh, th- uh, 25 feet away. 25 feet? So she's still within moving distance? Uh, no, because of the difficult terrain. Difficult terrain. Yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> is, this is a touch spell, isn't it? It is. Damn it. I am going to move in 15 feet, I guess, because that's half. And I'm going to cast Sanctuary on myself. Okay. Mm. Sweet. Easy done. Charter moves forward. My AC is now 24 because I did move at least 10 feet. <laughs> <laughs> it's only got one attack. Okay. So, that's going to be a power attack. Okay. <laughs> As it goes to bite you. Ooh, here we go. That is going to be a 29. <sighs> that hits. Um, so that's going to be... Fourteen points of normal damage, two points of cold damage. Is that times one and a half for the power attack and stuff? Yeah, yeah, that includes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. The pirate gets up, pulls back the bow, mm. takes a shot. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. <laughs> You don't like range weapons, do you? <laughs> no, I don't. Ooh, max I damage. Thirteen, like uh, 11 points of damage. Yeah. And back to the shadows of the ice, man. 
Fantastic. Arcadian. <clears throat> so I'm up in the air above, or like slightly behind and above my friend Aiton. How, how close, how far away are they from us now? So now the the, they're the about Charter. 15 feet away. Uh, sorry, 40 feet, 15, 25 feet away. They're about 25 feet away. Fantastic. I see this guy like wailing down on my friend as well. First thing I'm going to do is... I'm not actually going to do that yet. I'm going to swift action. I'm going to not swift action. Standard action. I'm going to cast Flash Forward. Which is okay. a fourth level paladin spell. So lets me cheat the laws of time and charge. So I'm going to charge at this guy who's threatening... Who's, who's been firing upon Aiton. Mm-hmm. And... That will be... Uh, it's a good one. It's a good one. Uh, yeah, like 39. Yeah, yeah, yeah sweet. <laughs> yeah, that's a 39 <laughs> to hit. Um, sweet. Would I get, like, would I be above him as well? Yeah, would I get, high and ground a, bonus. And a high ground bonus. Double just, because doubles. Right. Yeah, which doubles because of my thing. I don't attacks anyway. So that's good. I'm going to attack him. He's a chaotic creature, I assume. Mm-hmm. So I smack him up. Actually, the pirate is not chaotic. Pirate is not chaotic. No, he's neutral. Okay, sweet. So it's just the uh, regular old uh, power attack and thingy. So it's plus 18. So 24 points of damage as I wail now. And then, immediately as that happens, he does get to make an attack of opportunity, or the Sharder does if I'm in, I go into the. No, you go over the head of the Sharder. It doesn't get to attack you. It's not right next to him. Okay, okay. So so I go down, he can't because he's got a bow. And then in the next instant, I appear back where I was. And I'm going to use my movement to fly down and stand in front of Aiton with my shield raised. Okay. I have you, brother. Hey, who's the bodyguard here, Indros? I said, stop showing off. (laughs) So I push forward 15 feet, you know, just just to sort of get back in front of him as I like, you know, jokingly kind of shoulder him out of the way. Uh, And then, yeah, uh, 10 feet. I've got my reach chain. Uh, I'm going to try and do a dirty trick on the charger. So it's like technically 15 feet away from I you. thought it was 25 feet away. 25, oh yeah, then you move 15. moved 15. Oh yeah, yep, yeah, 10 feet, sorry. So yeah, it's 10 right. feet away. Uh, and basically I've run up with the chain behind me and now I'm going to try and flick the chain like a whip. So I just want to sort of bonk him straight in the eyes and try and dazzle him. I also like to bonk people straight in the eyes. Exactly. Just a good, just a good <laughs> bonking. <laughs> I like to bonk people in other ways. <laughs> 41. I love it. He's dazzled. Four, <laughs> four rounds. Nice. Okay. Oh yeah, the other so dazzled, dazzled is well. minus one. Uh, dazzled, yeah, something. Yeah, fairly simple. Yeah, minus minus one, one or two. Perfect. So it's the Chadra's turn. Very unhappy with that. You see him like he he like does that wretch thing cats do when they're trying to get up a, hur- a furball, <laughs> and then like, unfortunately for not just you two, but all of the pirates and soldiers in the thirty foot cone in front of it. Black bile spews oh, up out of its body. Yummy. As a standard action, can breathe bi- black uh, can breathe bile either in a lion or a thirty foot cone. All oh, creatures cold. take eight d six points of cold damage. Def- a reflex saved a half. All right. Mongil. I think you're good. Nineteen <laughs> reflex. Twenty two reflex. So. Fail. Oof. Pass for you. 29 points of damage for you, Aiton. A lot of dead soldiers and pirates around all of you. Not difficult terrain now. Uh, 14 <laughs> points of damage for you. 14 points of damage. How, how's uh, Aiton? His arrows are slowing me down. 
But I feel fine, Indros. Keep your eyes on the battle. Speaking of arrows... <laughs> Is that a nat 20? Yeah. All right. Is How's he shooting? Did, I don't think I confirmed. Is he still shooting me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I didn't confirm with an 18, though. That's okay. So, just normal damage. Normal damage. Uh, seven points of damage. All right. Back up in the ice, Ben. She gets to go first. She does get to go first. She's getting very annoyed by this. So. She... I grow tired of these games. You're going to cast another spell. Uh, 32 spellcraft. Yep, so she's going to cast... Ice... Uh, light, just a... Sorry, Ice Storm. Yeah, it was Ice Storm. No, that has... Oh, like, the lingering effects. I'm going to dispel that one. Just using dispel magic. Uh, does my... 25? Yep. And it's 10 plus spell level. Yep. So, unless that's a level 15 spell, I think that one's gone. Yep, it's gone. <laughs> so it's I just flick it away, and I look at her, and I'm just like... You do not deserve to be here. Oh, and firstly, it's the beginning of your turn. Yeah. So she takes. Oh uh, yeah, she 60, takes sixty-six worth of fire damage. Yes, then? sixty-six fire damage. She does get a reflex save for half still. It's still a twenty-three Fail. reflex save. Yep. Cool. Fail. Is that damage gone through yet or not? Uh, it... you know what? It's one point off. But yeah, because technically close. she should be on fire then if she takes any. She hasn't damage. taken any damage okay. yet. Like that's what I'm saying. Like it's you. It's, she's still got one point of fire. That's okay. Look at this stage. I um, Anthelis is actually getting really like just tired. So I'm going to use my seventh level spells, which I still haven't touched yet. <laughs> As I pick up the staff and just kind of like slam it in the ground. And uh, if you were within a hundred and oh, sorry, two hundred and thirty foot or so, my overwhelming presence. Uh, these guys. They're, they're down. Yeah, it's three hundred foot up. Oh, I thought you meant, like, within a certain... Well, no, technically it's medium range, which is 230 foot. Cool. But, yeah, um, my overwhelming presence will hit you like a truck. She will have to make me a will save of 25 or higher. Well, I rolled a three, so no. She basically feels that I am some sort of divine being and prostrates herself helplessly on the floor. (laughs) For 13 rounds, as a full round action, she can attempt a new save. Not that I will give her one. Can I just take a couple of rounds now to finish her off? Well, we're going round by round now. Yeah, but, like, I this this bitch is dead. So just do it properly. <laughs> okay, we'll wait then. Oh. Okay, so do you want me to finish her now? We'll just, yeah, that's it. You cool. can finish her in a round. <laughs> Sweet, we'll do it next round then. If, if the fire the thing's already gone. <laughs> top of the next round, we're staying on top of the ice, Ben. She's just... Gentlemen. Okay, beautiful. So, yeah, so she, she prostrates drops, herself. prostrates herself. Does it say she can't do anything but that? So, uh, basically, she is helpless for the duration of the spell. Each round, all you may do is attempt a new saving throw as a full round action. Okay. She just whispers. You can hear her say it. She yeah. screams. Get him! And the charter. Both start to move. It's your turn before theirs, though. Cool. I just float up towards her, look down at her, so that she's in my cone of sound so she can hear me. And I just go... You aren't even worth the time. And what I'm going to do is I am going to flick my wrist and this scroll is going to plume from my hands as I grab this scroll. <laughs> and I'm going to from, use Brad? a quickened scroll. It comes from my gloves of storing. Cool. Oh. And I'm going to use a this quickened scroll along with another one of my seventh level spells. 
And for those of you who can see this, there is now a... So those on Kylet's Island can definitely see yeah. what happens mm-hmm. now. Um, <laughs> a combination of a 120-foot explosion of fire that radiates outwards. At the same time, a Sirocco coming downwards. Oh. As there is just this combination of two extremely high-level fire spells meeting in the middle. And all that's basically going to mean is that the top of the eye span is just an explosion of fire and superheated air with me standing right in the middle, but to such a degree that all you can see is literally a mushroom cloud. Um, do you want me to roll the dice can for that? Can you just tell me what the damage dice are? <laughs> Look, per round for the next 26 rounds, she'll be taking 4d6 damage, knocked prone and exhausted. Uh, that's the Sirico. Anyone else in this area gets to fall prone and exhausted if they walk into it. The firefall is, I think... 8d6 or something. Let me double check Firefall. Again, she can't move. So, <laughs> she's helpless. Uh, 5d6 of fire and catches on fire. Yeah, so she's also on fire, but so are the charters as well because it's a fucking. What is it? A. S- yeah, 120 so- foot explosion is blinded. Anyone within 120 foot is blinded. Otherwise, it's a 60 foot radius explosion. Right, as so well as the Sirico. None of like them are going to be able to move out of the range fast enough especially because they're all prone and knocked down. They're fucked. Yeah. Because the Sirico is an extended Sirico as well, so it's 26 rounds. So under the ice bin, (laughs) you just hear this thunderous explosion. I thought Mm. this was done with this shit. And you you watch for several seconds as even the charter stops moving. And this happens to you guys down on um, Kylet's Isle as well. You watch the creature that was, like the small purple creature that was moving forward towards you, stops. And you see it like twitch. As if like, you've seen the movies where things get possessed, right? Mm. And it's like twitching and like weirdly twitching. It's like four arms like hanging loose beside it. The black, the black um, bile dripping from its mouth as it stands stupefied for a moment before almost in unison the two charter turn away from you both your two different teams of people lock eyes on those pirates who had the chains around their neck and launch towards them (laughs) and start tearing every pirate that gets in their way limb from limb From this point forward, the battle is decisively turned. The pirate, you can't even get to the pirate before the charter who who just spewed bile on you, launches on top of him, rips him apart, takes his arms off, takes his legs off, and finally finishes by ripping the creature, the man's head from his still screaming body. Down on the dock, the charter grabs the man who was leading it away, who was shooting arrows into you, Nysali, lifts him off the ground with abnormal inhuman strength, dives into the ocean with him and pulls him down into the dark depths of the Verisian Gulf. The pirates seeing this and watching the firestorm engulfing the Iaspan quickly turn those that are still can move, jumping back on their boats and attempting to row away as fast as physically possible. You watch as this small bloom of fire Sorry, this chain reaction of fire engulfs the flagship of the pirate's fleet. The white and blue sails disappearing in the blink of 
five explosions. So, <laughs> and you watch for several minutes as the fire storm on top of the ice span continues. I think it's about two and a half minute duration. Yeah, <laughs> uh... and soon the streets are quiet. Everything's, and the pirates of Riddleport, those that can sail their ships away, do. Magnamar has scored several ships today from the armada that was Riddleports. And scorched several more. Ah, <laughs> oh, bloody hell, Antholus. Well, he's certainly something. <laughs> Guess he's still got some fire in him. <laughs> <laughs> and you all head up to the bridge to see the devastation that is there. Mm-hmm. There's very little that remains of the bodies. Uh, a few blackened husks. But also there seems to be a complete missing part as well. As then you go to his house to talk to him afterwards and Okay, and you knock and there's no answer. You head inside, the door unlocked. And Alcadian's and um Antholus isn't there. Friend, where are you? You look through all the rooms going slowly and you can't find him. You walk at the back and you see the grave of Theo placed on the headstone is the small cap that he wore everywhere and the staff that he carried with him is planted in the grave as well I walk up to it and do I see anything else about it that's it the, the cap and the and the staff are, go, uh, staff are definitely there. <sighs> Thank you, friend. You did all that you needed to and more. I hope you find her out there. We will always love you. And I'll sort of kneel down in reverence. And as we leave Alcadian standing in front kneeling in front of Thea's grave we fly up and look down upon the new city of Magnamar burnt but standing strong people victorious celebrating in the streets a few members of the Warden of the Eye standing behind him and we see the city for what it was when it started and we know what it will be but there floating hundreds of feet higher is a being white beard white hair and light blue skin who smiles down upon the city he helped found and knows that one day maybe he may return but not right yet he has things to do on the other side of the mountains in Tian Shai, so far away 
in a cave that through so many incarnations he's meditated in. And he starts flying north to cross the spine of the world and take up residence in the mountains so known to his people, the Samsarans. And Tholus Katrin, also known as Ailiu. is a production of the Hobbled Goblin Company. The Savage Tide Adventure Path was originally written by Paizo Publishing under license from Wizards of the Coast for Dungeons and Dragons 3.5 edition. It was rewritten by Liam J. Cottrell to the Pathfinder 1st edition rule set in the world of Galarian, both of which are the property of Paizo Incorporated. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or find out more at our website, thehobbledgoblin.com.